friends and happy holidays. Welcome back to Movies, Munchies, and Moscato. I am Rhonda. And I am Rochelle. And we're just a couple of friends who love movies, television, and of course, Christmas. Yay! Merry, Merry Christmas! <laughs> so if that's something that interests you, please stick around. And now it's time for movie news, reviews, and pop culture discussion. In movie news, there is a Game of Thrones prequel called House of the Dragon. I believe we discussed this before, but it's finally got a premiere date, which will be in 2022. And it cannot come quick enough for me. <laughs> so we were both fans of the Game of Thrones series, and we did love Miss um, Daenerys. And, you know, I even enjoyed Viserys. I mean, he was a good villain, you know. He was. For that one yes. season he was on. Right. He was a good villain. So learning more about their family will be, I think, mm-hmm. quite interesting. Um, also, there is another spinoff of The Mandalorian coming to Disney+. Oh, Plus of course there is. <laughs> Star Wars The Book of Boba Fett um, in December of next year. Now, this is still a series I haven't watched yet, The Mandalorian. I need to because I've heard really good things. Yeah, I have too. And every time I, I think about watching it, I'm like, nah. But I am not the biggest Star Wars fan. I, I, I love the first three um, originals, you know, because that was when... I was younger and it came out and it was the newest, greatest thing. But the newer stuff just isn't been super exciting to me. I know. I know I'm a nerd. <laughs> I like the newer stuff. I guess if I were to maybe go back and watch the older things, maybe I'd, I'd get it more. Because I just remember watching it back then, being forced to really with your parents because that's what they were into. And I was just like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So I never went back and rewatched. But when the newer ones came out, the prequels came out, I, was, I, I did like them. So okay. probably I, if I go back. Then I would, and then go ahead and get into this Mandalorian, which I guess, um, oh yeah, since it's Baby Yoda, I guess it would be a prequel too, so, hey. Well, and you've got to have a Baby Yoda. There's there's so much merchandise that's Baby Yoda. <laughs> Did you see the dog on Facebook? Oh, no. Oh my gosh, he looks like Baby Yoda. He oh. really does. <laughs> yeah, so. it's, he's very, when I've seen the pictures, I'm like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Um, so HBO Max is eyeing a limited series continuing of uh, Sex and the City, but it would be without the Samantha Jones character. Oh, which I don't you know, know I love Sex that. and the City. I can't. It'd be weird without Samantha. Yeah. I mean, I'd I'd still watch it because I'd be curious, and I was a fan of the show. But it would just be weird without Samantha. That's... And I and I, but I also don't want him to recast her. So since Kim Cattrall doesn't want to do it. You're gonna do it, yes. Just somehow write her out, either kill her off or just write her out some way. <laughs> just kill her. Well, I mean, she maybe had, she could she, move. She did have cancer at one point, so it could just maybe be her cancer came back and then she passed. Yeah, something like that, or yes, or that, yeah. or just that she moved away, something. But yeah, yeah I, don't I, recast don't her. Don't recast her because no, awesome actress. That was a great role for her. I agree. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that series. I watched all of them. Right. I guess I own all of them. I got the cute series. From my parents, actually, funny enough, <laughs> for Christmas one year. <laughs> um, so there's also going to be a new comedy series on FX called Reservation Dogs. Not like the movie Reservation oh, Dogs, FYI. I was going but, to say. Um, it's from, I never can say his name right, but I'm going to try it. It's Taka Watiti, who did, you know, the last Thor movie. Um, and so it's about right. four Native American teens in Oklahoma who commit crimes but also fight crimes. So they're committing crimes, but then they're also fighting, like, I guess, random crimes at the same time. It sounds interesting. Yeah. So once the trailer actually comes out, we'll have to see, and then maybe we'll, it'll be something worth checking out. But Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched anything on FX in years, so maybe this will be the series mm-hmm. to take me back to that channel. 
yes. we'll have to see. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so for movies and TV shows coming out this week, we have, of course, Wonder Woman 1984, which will be Yay! in the theaters. And we're going to see it. Yes, we are going to be watching that next week, so we'll give you a review in the new year on that. We're excited. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan. That will also be in theaters and then on demand. Um, this was one that came out at Sundance. I Unfortunately, wasn't able to get to Sundance this year, but I heard it got uh-huh. good reviews. Um, while it was here, and it's just about um, something tragic happened to this college student, which made her drop out for a year. And so now she goes around kind of like trying to get revenge on guys who, who wish to do harm to women, basically uh-huh. by tricking them, saying that she's like drunk, and when they get her somewhere, she's like, nope, I'm fine, and basically trying to like teach them like a lesson that they shouldn't take advantage of women like that. So it looks really good, I want to see that too. Um, you also have One Night in Miami, which is going to be on Amazon Prime. Now, this is directed by Regina Hall. Not oh. Regina Hall, sorry, Regina King. I was going to um, say, Regina Hall. <laughs> not Regina Hall, but I like that actress too. But no, this is Regina King. Um, so it's about um, one night where Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown meet to discuss their part in the current civil rights movie. Oh. At the time the movie is set. So this That sounds awesome. very interesting. Yeah, this sounds really good. I would definitely be interested definitely in that. I'll definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Again, that's going to be on Amazon Prime. Who's playing all of those? Is it? They're actually, un- like, they're not well-known actors. So oh, okay. That's actually good. So Yeah, know, I agree. take away from, yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, then you have News of the World with Tom Hanks. I want to see that. This looks good as well. This will just be in theaters, so for now, I'm sure it'll come to on-demand probably soon after that, but right now, it's only in theaters. Yay. Um, That's about a Civil War veteran who is delivering a kidnapped, uh, sorry, a girl that was kidnapped by a tribe, delivering her back to her aunt and her uncle, so. And I did see the trailer on that, and it does look really good, but I love Tom Hanks. There isn't much he can't do that I don't like, so. That's true. That's true. I did not see his show, or sorry, not show, but his movie on Apple TV. Did you ever watch that? I did. It was oh, excellent. It was really good? Yes. Okay. Yep. I, I really liked it. So, I, don't, I still don't have Apple TV out there, folks. So no. Things, I'm, yeah, I'm trying. Maybe for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Santa will bring that to you for Christmas. You just wake up and there it is. There's so many streaming things. Oh, you so, just um, need to remember I'm your out. iTunes <laughs> I'm add that info. Um, also, The Midnight Sky, which is starring and directed by George Clooney. This is on Netflix as of today. Um, about, about a scientist in the Arctic trying to con- contact a crew of astronauts before they return home to a catastrophe. Oh, no, because the world so, is a catastrophe right now. So True. I so can't I, tell what the from Watching the trailer, I can't quite get what the catastrophe is. I don't know if it's a comet headed toward Earth. It's unclear. I guess it wants to be. A, maybe they want you to watch it. Yeah. It was one of those things they actually didn't give away in the preview. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what are, I don't know what the catastrophe is. Uh-huh. Um, finally, there is a new show um, starting Christmas Day on Netflix called Bridgerton. And this is done by Shonda Rhimes of Scandal and Grey's Anatomy fame. And it's all about the powerful Bridgerton family siblings as they attempt to find love. And this is based on a series of books. Again, a series of books I've never heard of. But um, watch the trailer. It looks very entertaining. I think it'll be good. I enjoyed it. I like the, the trailer. It's definitely something that I would watch. It's mm-hmm. one of those period movies. but um, They sprinkle in some... You know, some gossip, some drama. Oh, yeah, drama. You know, romance, so all those mm-hmm. things are thrown in there. It looked really, really good, so. Yes. We will check that out and have to get back to you, but it looked really, really good. So, for what I've been watching this week, I finished up my Selena the Series, which I mentioned um, a week or so ago on Netflix. 
So I ended up really liking it. It moved very slow, though, very slow. It was only nine episodes, and they were maybe 35 minutes apiece. But um, I liked having a more in-depth look at the family and with how they helped her, basically, like what they were going through to mm -hmm. rise up amongst the ranks. So it ended, um, I mean, it's there's still a part two coming next year, so it ended right at a point where you're just like, oh, like she had just barely got like a number one album in the Tano music scene. And so I ended right there. And, and about like, what age was she at that point? 20. Oh, okay. So. Um, and so how old was she when she died? 23. Oh. So the next part will take her 23 Such to 23. Such a waste. I know. It's so sad. So, but I did really enjoy it. I do suggest you watch it, but just know it is a, it is a slow mover. And yes, it focuses on a lot more on her family than on her, but I feel it's okay because, I mean, the, the movie from the 90s, Jennifer Lopez, did tell a lot of just about her. Yeah. So I think this is a more well-rounded... Uh-huh. And how she got to where she was. I mean, you've got to have a support system. Right. Or something that gets exactly. you to where you are. Exactly. So, so yes, I, I'd say check it out. If I were to rate it, I'd give it four wine corks. Looks like it's, it was a pretty oh, good show. Um, I've also, I don't know if anyone's ever seen this before on the E! Network, but it's called Dating No Filter. It's this very funny half-hour show where, like Blind Date... These people go out on date. Two, there's two different couples they set up. They go out on dates and they're being filmed, you know. But they have these comedians like watching it at the same time and just making these funny comments the whole time uh -huh. about whatever they say and do. So it's just hilarious. Like depending on what they say, they're just like, "Wow, he's an idiot," or "What did he just do?" Like, like, "Oh, girl, just leave him." Like, "It's fine. Don't just leave this date." Like, it's just funny things like that happen. So I enjoy that. It's about thirty minutes goes by quick. Um, <laughs> I also just rewatched last night the movie Peppermint with Jennifer Garner because I'd seen uh, it in theaters last year and I hadn't rewatched it since. And so I was just flipping through it. I'm like, this looks, let me rewatch this. It's been a while. So I really like it. It's and is that a Christmas actioner. show? Oh, no. It's just a oh. good actioner. Oh. Yeah, it's just a good action revenge flick where. Oh, you know, revenge. Yes. So I really enjoyed it. I wish there had been some more backstory of how she became, went from like this nice banking teller mom to the vigilante, but I still did really like the show. And of course, since this is the week of Christmas, we got to do our final Christmas movie of the week. So mine is All I Want for Christmas. Um, this is a cute story, kind of like parent trapping on these two um, mom and dad. Um, so these two kids are trying to get their parents back together because they've been divorced just about a year now. And they just really want their parents back together. So they just do all these little, you know, hijinks to, to make it happen. And it's just a really cute feel-good movie. It was um, the only well-known... Actually, no, I guess both kids now are well-known. The girl is played by Thora Burt. She grew up to do a lot of different things. And then the kid was played by Ethan Embry, who um, grew up to, like, be in, like, Vegas Vacation. Um, he was in a... Well, he's actually been in a lot of other stuff. That's just the first thing that popped into my mind. So... Yeah, it was just, it's just one of those feel-good. I watch it every year movies, so I loved it. Oh, good. Well, I am finishing The Crown, and uh, I am I get so sucked in. Like, I just binge it one after the other after the other. And then Christmas, you know, shopping and that type of thing gets in the way of me watching my shows. And so um, I am. I probably have two episodes left. Oh, that's okay. So that will probably happen tonight. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Okay. But the other thing that sucked me in that I'm going to say is also a funny one is Wipeout. How many of you have seen this obstacle course called Wipeout? 
This one right now, because of the holidays, is a Christmas. Um, it's it's a Christmas one, and it's got fake snow. Like the pools are made out of have like all this white foam on it, and then they have you know the snowflakes, the death defying snowflakes, and but. I cannot, I have never laughed so hard just watching these people. I mean, I know it's sad to watch them, but that's what's so funny. And they also have two comedians who will have, like, little funny names for these people. Uh And, uh, like, one guy was... He had these... Well, he called... They called one guy Daddy Long Legs, but he would twerk. (laughs) Yes! He would... If he completed a little course, mm-hmm. he would just do this little dance, and he would twerk, and it's it's just odd. And they're dressed up in, like, ski outfits and these hats, and <laughs> and they're just flying through the air, and oh, my gosh, seriously. It's on ABC. It is so funny. So I love it. Love it, love it. And I think the one I was watching, because it comes on late at night, uh-huh. it's kind of late, um, is, you know, more of the cable ABC part of it, if that makes any sense at all. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, and then, of course, I had to watch The Bachelorette season finale. And, of course, it made me cry. Tasia was proposed to. She's one of my favorites of all of The Bachelorettes. And um, I was just so happy for her. Nerd. That's okay. But, um, yeah, so those are my types of little Christmas music movies. And my Christmas movie of the week, um, besides Wipeout, is The <laughs> Santa Claus with Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. And it is such a cute movie. It really is. Well, I have I not seen Santa Claus 2. Please don't crucify me. I know. I really need to see it. But I have not. And I think I haven't watched it because I really did like the Santa Claus so much mm-hmm. that to had, to add on another story, I don't know. I just really like the how he became Santa Claus. Right. So, But I have heard good things about Santa Claus, too. So I definitely need to see it. Yeah, I like Santa Claus, too. I actually didn't even mind Santa Claus 3, but it's definitely the, oh, weakest, yeah, there's no, the weakest link mm-hmm. out of, of that one. Mm-hmm. But I, I did... I did enjoy um, the first two, definitely. So, good pick. Yes. Now, since it is the week of Christmas, we thought we would do the top five Christmas movies of all time. These are brought to you by um, Rotten Tomatoes, this list. So, first off, let's just start with number five. We'll work our way down. So, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 1967 animated version. No, I did enjoy this as well. I, I think. I oh, I love it. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a good one. It's a Christmas classic. It is. I actually, and I, weird thing if I've never seen the live action remake of this with Jim Carrey. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, is that? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know why I never got around to doing if that. If you if you're a Jim Carrey fan, you'll like it. He's he's just amazing, and he's in he's amazing at the Grinch. Oh, okay. I'll have to. I think it airs all every year, like on TV oh, yeah. or TV. So I can definitely yeah. find it and watch it. Um, next is The Shop Around the Corner from 1940. Um, I have never seen this. I haven't either, and I, um, I didn't I've heard know about that. it. Um, apparently, the You Got Mail movie was a remake of this with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks back in the oh, day. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah right. So, 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 but it was called The Shop Around the Corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then I didn't know that. They, it, you got mail. It was the same storyline apparently from the shop around the corner. They just so. put some trees up, Christmas trees in there. 
Yeah, I guess so. Well, if you think about it, shop, uh, the You Got Mail, it did take place, what was like a full year? Right. So, so there did, was some trees Yeah, in there. there was some Christmas. Thank heavens. Things happening in there. <laughs> Next is one called Holiday Inn from 1942. This one I hadn't heard of at all. Me either. Um, apparently had like Bing Crosby. Um, so, it, you know, it sounded like it might be a little fun rom-com, but yeah, it just wasn't anything I'd heard of. So to be number... Um, Oh, the only Christmas movie I'm familiar with with Bing Crosby is A White Christmas. Oh, really? Okay. And that's a great movie. See, so it's interesting that it's, it's rated so high on this list, but okay. Yeah. Um, so next one is Miracle on 34th Street from 1947. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so this is not one. I've never been a fan of this movie myself. Me either. Um, I've never seen the 1947, but I did see the one from the 90s, and I just... I don't know, I, this wasn't a yeah. story that I enjoyed. Really. I've seen the one from 1947. Not my favorite, but it but it is a favorite. It's a classic. It's part right. of the classics. That's true. It is one that yeah. most people do talk about. And finally, the top, the first one out of the top five, I'm sure you could guess, is It's a Wonderful Life. And I agree. I love It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life. Love, love, love It's a Wonderful Life. I like it. I wouldn't say I love it. It's not one I always watch every year. No, if it's on, I won't turn the channel. So, ding, but. ding, ding! Ah, an angel got its wings. Maybe it's. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's too old. No, maybe it's just too cute. Too black. You who like likes... black and white? Is that you're about to say? Yeah, yeah, it's a black and white movie. Well, like, you need it in color. No, that's that's not it. I no, that's not it. You who likes all three things Hallmark. Those are too cute. It was cutesy. too cutesy. Oh, for the love. Hallmark movies right. are not too cutesy. They can be cheesy. <laughs> but I'm just telling you, there is a difference between too cutesy and cheesy. So I'm just saying, I don't I don't know what it is. It's not that it's black and white. It's just, and it's not a bad show. Like I said, I do like it. It's just not what I go out of my way to make sure I watch all the time. But I get it. <laughs> It's number one in a lot of people's, you know, minds and obviously, you know, polls. So <laughs> take a poll and it's like, yep, it's number five. It's number five. It's number yeah, five. it's true. I mean, for me, as I've said before, the Rankin Bass Christmas mm-hmm. movies are number one on my list. And there is one that I have not seen yet. And I'm really rather bummed. However, mm-hmm. FYI, everybody, Santa Claus is Coming to Town is on tonight. Oh, and well, that's the Rankin Bass, the original. Yep. So I'm, you know, I'm going to be watching it. I've only seen it maybe once this year. So I'm going to be watching this for a second time. It's going to happen. There you go. So her nights will be filled with yeah. that and the crown, finishing up the crown. That's true. It could, and then yeah, I might end with wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Right? It's going to be a menagerie of different. Things it could happening. happen. It really yeah. could. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, too funny. but I um, I have to let you know though that number six, just FYI, was a Nightmare Before Christmas. <gasps> I was honestly like, wow, this is ranked high up there. Number six, wow, it is in the top six Christmas movies of all time. See, and you know what? Because it could be both. It could be Christmas. It could be Halloween. It, you know, I mean, it, it gets it done over two holidays. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So I so I guess I'll have to. You know, I have Jack Skellington. Um, I have the. He's he's animated and he's about six feet tall, uh-huh. and his arms move. So I have him out for Halloween, and then at Christmas I bought him a Santa coat. 
and a Santa hat, the whole (laughs) Santa Claus costume, and that's what he wears for Christmas. Gosh, you don't have to take a picture of that. Oh, yeah. He's he's super cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh-huh. So, I love uh, it. Okay. Yeah. If I could have them up all year, I'd do it. <laughs> so from there, folks, we're going to go right into our Christmas facts of the week. Um, you know, it's the week of Christmas, so it's going to be our final Christmas facts of the week. These have been so enjoyable to me because I've learned so much. So let's see how we're going to finish it off. Yes. And actually, I'm going to do three this oh, week okay, because awesome. I found some really cool ones. Um, so let's go, let's start with, uh, Spain. So on December the 22nd, you'll find that the Spanish never venture far from their, um, from the radio or the TV stations because there is a Christmas lottery. Oh. And you might think, whoop-de-doo, we, everybody has lotteries. No, no, this is a very special lottery. Spain, buy, so everyone in Spain buys a ticket, help, hoping to win the El Gordo. El Gordo, the fat one. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sometimes the um, families and villages, they'll go in on it together, hoping that they can split up the pot. But guess how much this pot can grow to be? Oh, um, 100,000. The pot is usually in the billions. Uh Uh-uh. Who would have thought Spain had that much money? I mean, these people will become filthy rich overnight. Wow. Well, then, yes, I'd stick by my radio, too. Yeah. I mean, hello, that would be a Christmas miracle. Right. And yeah. I am I would be, you don't know, I'd be, I'd be all for it. That would, just, <laughs> that would just be awesome. So, on to the next one. So, this one is in Switzerland. And Santa, and you know the creepy stuff I like, has a sinister sidekick. Oh, of course. <laughs> Another one of those. Of no, course. it's not Krampus from Germany. But it is funny that, you know, there's a few of those creepy ones going on. But this one is very intriguing. It's um, probably one of those weird Christmas traditions. But the Swiss Christmas involves not one, but two unusual characters in place of Santa Claus. The first is Samic Laws. Okay, S-A-M-I-C-H-L-A-U-S. Loss. Yeah. Okay. Samic Loss. Okay. Who pops up around December the 6th and shares treats like mandarins, cookies, and of course the delicious Swiss Christmas chocolate. So far, so normal, right? The second figure is his helper, Schmutzel. <laughs> Schmutz. Okay. Schmutzel. Oh and here's where it gets weird. Schmutzel, wait, Schmutzli is basically the anti-Santa. Sorry, Schmutz is Schmutzli. <laughs> Hello, help me out here. <laughs> Schmutzli. Um, he wears a black robe and has a dark beard. Originally, his ominous appearance, complete with whip and empty present sack, <laughs> <laughs> served right. to deter children from being naughty throughout the year. If that's not enough incentive to stay off the naughty list, I just don't know what is. <laughs> oh, my Now, gosh. what's his name, Rhonda? Schmutzli. You, yeah, yeah, you're close. Okay. Schmutzli. Schmutzli. So, you know, I mean, who? I Yeah, I just don't even know about him. So, anyway, the second and the last one for our fun facts comes to us from the U.K. And you know the, what the Christmas cracker is? 
Have you seen those in the stores? Yes. I've always kind of wondered they're what really, those. Yeah. You pull them from the ends and they pop. Mm-hmm. I always thought they were just for New Year's. Nope. It's, they're called Christmas crackers, and they were invented by a London sweet maker called Tom Smith back in 1846. Apparently, his original ideas was just to wrap up his tasty sweets in a twist of fancy and some colored paper. And the idea um, took off and became one of the best-known Victorian Christmas traditions in England. His packages began to sell out, and when he added festive notes paper crowns, and made them go off with a bang. Mm -hmm. It's no wonder that England is home to the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest Christmas cracker pulling chain um, ever, with (laughs) 1,077 people pulling it off. So, can you imagine? No. Like... People Maybe they're are all probably like along the London Bridge pulling, like yeah. this huge Christmas cracker. And they're going to pull it and pop it. I mean, who knows? I don't know. 1,077 yeah. people. Right. Hey. This is what I imagine. I just imagine them all lined up along the London Bridge, yeah. spread out with it. Like, let's, let's pop this thing. Let's just pop it. Yeah, I can't even imagine what that would look like. But no. hey, but you know, I didn't know what those things were. I see them in the store all the time, and I thought they were just for. Why does everyone look at it and seeing that? Oh, that's cute packaging. Like yeah. I've gotten like Bath and Body Works like treats, not Bath and Body Works like the store, but just in general like ba- stuff for your Bath and Body, and it's come packaged like that. And I just thought it was cute packaging. So it's really yeah. to know like what the history behind that is. That's interesting. Yeah, like I'll see see them in packages, and they'll be like you know maybe six or twelve, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh yeah, I know those pop. But I just thought maybe there were confetti and stuff inside, and it was for the for New Year's. But it, it's they're called Christmas crackers, huh? Who knew? Right. I'm sure other people did, but I did. <laughs> right. Well, this has been an awesome season of learning about these new Christmas traditions around the world. So maybe next year we'll actually even do do some more because I like. Oh yeah, things. there's a lot more countries to go, so, so we can. Okay, let's just make this a tradition. Yes. You know, let's keep it going. Let's keep do. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We had such a fine, fun time and hope you enjoyed it as well. So please comment, subscribe, and we will see you again next year. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks Thank for you. hanging. <laughs>